All right, how's everybody doing today? Hope we're not too shook up by last week's sermon. Well, we better not be, because today we're going to continue from where we left off. Now, last week we challenged the idea that a Christian can continue an authentic faith while living a life of sin. Because as it affirms in 1 John chapter 3, once one becomes a child of God, they are sinners no more. Sinners No More, Part 2, The Way of Escape. The Way of Escape. This is in one of my favorite scriptures ever. Listen to this. In the book of 1 Corinthians, it says, No temptation has overtaken you, except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. What is the enemy of getting free from sin, friends? Falling back in, right? Well, we're all very fortunate, because God's word has us covered there too. Now let's process these words real quick. In the scripture I just read, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. <laughs> wow, listen to that. I mean, really, listen. Because some of us, myself included, have said before, oh, nobody else has it this bad. Nobody else struggles the way I do. <clears throat> Wrongo. Common, my friend. The Bible says your temptations are common. Man, I mean, not even mid-tier. I mean, praise the Lord, but God is going to hit us with that common status. That's just how it works, folks. So release your mind from that lie, friends. None of us here are getting special treatment in this department. The temptations we deal with are common. Next, it says, But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. Praise the Lord! The way of escape! How many of you have noticed when the enemy is tempting you, that still soft voice that says, don't do that, or take a moment before you respond? That, my friends, is the way of escape. A promise in scripture that is more reliable than the laws of physics. It's God's word, right? It should be more reliable than the laws of physics. That means the way of escape will always be present in the midst of temptation. My desire is to encourage us as a congregation to choose that path every time. The way of escape can show up in the middle of any con excuse me, in the middle of any temptation. Lust, anger, gossip, lying, selfishness, and the list simply goes on. Sometimes it's a pause in our conscience that says, don't do that. Other times it may be a friend that calls you out of the blue and asks to have a random two-hour conversation. Whatever the, whatever the case may be, God's Holy Spirit lights the way for all of his children, and he works all things together for our good. Okay, 
Now, I want to talk about another scripture. In the book of 2 Corinthians, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Okay, now listen to this next part. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Bring your thoughts captive, friends. Now, let this scripture become an encouragement to you as well. The word of God would not instruct us to take our thoughts captive unless God knew that our minds would be prone to think wicked thoughts. So don't let the enemy condemn you. Don't let him trick you saying, Oh, well, look here, you done thought of it. Might as well do it. <sighs> Demons play so many angles. Don't let condemnation be one of them. Because as we talked about last week, God did not come to condemn the world. He came to save it. Now let's get back to our thoughts real quick. The root, or rather, the entry point for so much, if not all, sin starts in our minds. Our minds. That means that if we take our thoughts captive, which one can only do with the power of the Holy Spirit, you have the opportunity to cut off sin at the root before the seed is even planted. Think of the evil thought as Satan trying to plant the seed. With the Holy Spirit's power, knock that seed out of the soil of your mind and keep the garden of your soul clear. Amen? Amen. Well, listen, we've got a chance tonight to lay some sins down at the altar. And if you want to witness to you being born again today, I'd love to join with you in that prayer tonight. God gave his life for us. Let's give our life for him. Let's share in his love together. You've heard in relationships how it's a two-way street, right? Well, so is a relationship with God. He already did all the hard part and made salvation possible. But now our flesh has to die so that he can live in us. I love that. That's freedom, friends. Who here would like to be free? Free from addiction, free from pornography, drugs, alcohol, violence, hatred, anger of all kinds. Who wants to be free tonight? I want to be free. Let's ask God's Holy Spirit to free us today.